0: The Shep Nas Podcast begins now. This is the Chef Naz Podcast. My name is Joe. I'm hosting today, and we're continuing our discussion about all the people that went to Overflow Conference in Michigan. Yes, that's right. It's in Michigan. But other than that, it's a great conference, <laughs> and um, we are picking up our discussion from yesterday, and all these people stayed all night long, stayed in the same clothes, and then we decided to keep going ahead and moving forward with this episode. So, we had discussed um, in yesterday's episode where Zach was sharing to us and he shared to us about uh, living out of the overflow and being filled up and realizing you can't be ministering to people if you're empty. And uh, Will Call told us about envy and why that doesn't have a place in worship arts, doesn't have a place. Anywhere, really. But especially here. Um, Then Gina told us something. Um, (laughs) It was about the Sabbath. Yes. And it was about taking rest. And then Jillian shared with us because she won an arm wrestle battle with Kristen of who got to go first. And so Jillian shared with us kind of like understanding... um, Well, how do I put that? You'd put it into words much better than I did. Uh, But I would say kind of keeping the right frame of mind when uh, you know that you're, you're honing your craft as a, as a musician, as an artist, as a creative and not getting wrapped up in what all that, you know, whether or not it's appreciated, whether or not anybody else, we just know that this is what we're doing for the Lord. And in, If you keep your frame of mind there, it's a lot easier to to understand that the one who really counts does appreciate our efforts. So, with that said, we still have Joshua, Brianna, and Dan, and Kristen. And since Kristen, you so patiently waited all night long.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm awake
0: now. The sun will be rising soon. Um would you tell us what your highlights were from Overflow?
2: So it's kinda hard to pick because um like a couple other people have said it, there's just so many, so many things to take away from mm-hmm. each and every message and the breakout sessions. Um but I'll just pick two um that really, really spoke to me. Um one is the fact that my daughter was with me. Mm-hmm. I'm a crier, so it's gonna happen. <laughs> um and just AJ,
0: she really wishes you would have come to right. the podcast <laughs> recording.
2: She would have been like, no mom, don't cry about it. But but having her with me and she leads worship for a youth group and just experiencing her worship mm-hmm. was just so beautiful for me. And and it kind of took me back to when my dad, you know, used to say how how much joy you get from seeing your children worship the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I got that. Like she was just in it and I didn't exist to her at that moment it was just her Mm -hmm. and God it was just so beautiful for me um as her mom and then you know sometimes you just you do things right right (laughs) it's not me it's God obviously but sometimes it's hard hard to see the right things but then when that happens it's like wow um and Mm -hmm. another thing for me though was one of the breakout sessions these two were actually in that breakout session with Mm -hmm. us at the very end um, the session was called, um, not just another voice. And I mean the whole, I wish we had a recording of it because I think all of us really need to hear the message that he gave us. But at the very end, he gave us all a blindfold and we put those on and he was like, just stand up, do whatever you need to do. And I just like stepped out into the Iowa cause I'm a mover. You understand this? Like I move all over the place. Um, I don't stand still when I sing. And so, um, I just kind of stepped out and that aisle, so I also didn't step on Aurora <laughs> and um, we put the blindfolds on and he just started singing He's like just sing in unison right? and so we just started singing and we did I don't know two or three worship songs mm-hmm. and we just kind of like we're going through them and and at one point he said just let go like mm-hmm. how, how do you worship when nobody is looking you know and so just to, I I even had my eyes closed I'm under a mm-hmm. blindfold but like for me I just needed to uh, to just it was just me and God and to have yeah. that moment where I could, if I needed to raise my hands, if I needed to get on my knees, you know, like if however worship felt for me, Mm -hmm. um, I could do it without worrying about anybody around me. And it's so hard sometimes when you're on stage or when you're doing other things. I'm a doer. I'm involved in probably more than enough ministries, (laughs) Um, and it's it's really hard to not think about what other people are thinking, Um, and especially when you're on stage in front of 200 people on a Sunday morning. It's like you know, if I raise my hands, if I start jumping, you know, and and I totally will worship that way. But there, it's really scary, you know, because what are people going to think of me? What are they going to do? But with that blindfold on, nobody existed but me and God. And it was just such a beautiful moment. and And I could just worship without... Without worry, it was just a full abandon, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic.
0: It's nice, cool. Cool. nice. I just found my blindfold in my back pocket yeah, today. Yeah, I, yeah, I went through the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. She uses it now whenever she drives. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably better that way. <laughs> that
1: was a good session. It was nice. a great session.
0: So, Kristen, with what you were saying, um, it actually brought to mind a Bible story. Um, you know, when we talking about what does it look like to Worship and not care what everybody else is thinking. Um, I know I have hangups with that myself. For whatever weird reason, like if I'm if I'm in a position where I'm leading, like I'm on the platform or whatever, I can do whatever. If I'm standing right beside two or three other people, mm-hmm. it is very hard for me to get free. Mm-hmm. Um, now. There's, there's been times that I have, but it, it's a lot harder for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of the same thing where it's easy for me to talk to a group of people, but it's it's harder for me to start a conversation with one person that I don't know. Kind of that mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. But enough about me. What I was going back <laughs> to the, what I was going to is, is the Bible story of, of David uh, worshiping. Mm-hmm. And when he was so happy hmm. about uh, the the return of the ark and just praising God and for you know it, he's out in the middle of the street in his underwear <laughs> dancing <laughs> and praising the Lord yeah. and he did not care, care. and uh, even mm-hmm. his wife was like, you're the king you know, is that, is that the way this is not the way you should be behaving mm-hmm. um, and so maybe that's that kind of thinking is in the back of our heads that somebody's going to think we're trying to be a spectacle or mm-hmm. somebody's going to think mm-hmm. that we're trying to be the center of attention. And I'm sure that there are people that do that. Uh, we'll let God sort that out. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I remember when I was uh, a lot younger, when I was a teenager, uh, outdoor Christian festivals were Mm -hmm. a big, big thing. And Mm -hmm. uh, like every summer, I would go to one of them. And (laughs) I can remember going to one that was called Fishnet that was in Front Royal, Virginia. And um, if you could imagine a very family-friendly Christian Woodstock, that's pretty much (laughs) what it was, (laughs) right? I mean, you're talking... 15,000 people on a hillside, and everybody camping, and by the end of the week, everybody's thinking, but it was still an incredible worship time, Mm -hmm. and um, I grew up in a very uh, conservative kind of uh, worship style, and so it was really different for me to witness, like, people running circles, and I mean, literally running (laughs) circles, and waving their hands and all of that. Mm. And, you know, my dad took a little issue with it because he was like, well, this is, you know, I don't know. (laughs) But then after a while, you know, realizing that there was this person over there, and I can still see the image in my head Mm. even now as I share it, of this woman that was just, after she had been, running around and doing all the things that we would have thought were just a spectacle, that she had raised her hands, mm-hmm. closed her eyes, and tears just going down her cheeks. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I realized I, I have no place to judge that person mm-hmm. on how they right. were worshiping because that was all worship. And if I thought it was anything different, well, that was on me because mm-hmm. it certainly wasn't what she was showing. So – um now that we know that Gina has a blindfold in her back pocket <laughs> and we'll pull it out at any moment, um, thank Forget you for somebody. sharing, Kristen, about being freer in worship. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something, and I don't have to speak for Shelley; She'll be able to speak for herself in here in a second. But I know that she would say to everyone listening, we want you to have that mm-hmm. freedom in yes, worship right. on Sunday morning." Absolutely. Um, One of the things that you had said, uh, Gina, about, you know, being able to worship side by side with all these people Mm -hmm. that were just worshiping like crazy, well, you're in a room with 500 other worship leaders. So yeah, Yeah, sure, it's easy. It it gets a little harder when you come back on Sunday morning and you're like, okay, let's go. Everybody's like, "Mm -hmm." okay. brand new event is coming to Shepherd Church this spring. Spring Fest happens on April 7th, and your family is sure to love it. There'll be tons of activities from inflatable obstacle courses to a glow party, from a petting zoo to axe throwing. There's even going to be prizes for winners of games and tournaments that we have like Cornhole and can Jam. Seriously, we can't wait to see you here for Springfest. You can learn more by visiting shepnaz.org slash springfest. Make plans to come and spend the evening on April 7th with us at Shepherd Church. We want to get to know you. Each month, we've got an opportunity. If you're new around here, you're invited to Pizza with the Pastors at Massey's Pizza in Gahanna. The next one happens Monday, March 20th. You can RSVP by emailing Pastor Rob at rpaul at shepnass.org. We're looking forward to seeing you and your family there. All right, so um, we're moving to the other side of the table now. <laughs> um, so we have Dan, Brianna, Joshua, and we're going to wrap up with Shelly. Um, Brianna, our a newly appointed associate director of youth ministries. Did I get that title right? Um, tell tell me uh, how how the overflow experience so this was for you. This was your second, second year. Time. Yes. Yes. But, First, being married, so yes, yes. Um, congratulations! Thank
1: you. Uh, it was really cool. Um, I came in with a unique perspective. Um, I don't currently serve on the worship team, I did many years ago. Um, so I have a bit of a worship background, but um, coming in in this new position of leadership, um, my first position in ministry, um, I came really hungry for knowledge when it Mm -hmm. comes to the leadership aspect of everything. And they um, have breakout sessions uh, directed towards leadership in the church. So I learned a lot from going to the breakout sessions, Uh, very useful information and just really um, kind of gave me a confidence boost um, in what I'm doing. And um, I've been applying it. So that's been really cool. Um, But one of the things that stood out among anything and I look back and as I reflected on the conference I'm like that one thing like and it seems so um not minuscule like it's so powerful but out of everything it was the one thing that stood out and it was um the last main session Brahma Corkle spoke and he Mm. had us all come to the front and he was kind of like praying like a commission over us and Mm. sending us out and um he I, I can't remember the context around it, but he made a statement and he said, um, Lord, I, I have my faith is in you, Lord, and I will trust you no matter what. And mm. that I physically just felt it in my soul, like just piercing me. And it was just so um, really ref- had me reflect on my life and um, for many years struggled with um, God, I trust you, but I'm going to take this back, or uh, God, um, I'm going to hold on to this, or, um, and just never really, you know, like surrendering, but then just not fully at that point of like, do I really trust God no matter what? And that, um, in that moment, I just felt the Holy Spirit just speak over me. Like, I I can be trusted no matter what, Mm -hmm. under any circumstance with anything. And so um, that was a really uh, a beautiful moment for me, and um, I'm really grateful for that. And I've been reflecting on it daily since then. And so, um, and it was so simple. I don't think Rob even <laughs> really knew it in the moment, but um, yeah. And just being in the presence of the Holy Spirit, worshiping with everybody, was beautiful. So
0: nice. <coughs> that is great. Hmm. Uh, speaking of Rob McCorkle. He has volunteered to be a permanent guest whenever necessary on the podcast, and that's great because we love having him. Although I think he's on the RV tour for a little while, but when when he gets back, uh, I know we'll have him back again. So. For today, that is our episode of the ShepNast podcast. And just ask that you would continue to spread the word about what we're doing. And uh, to find out more about the church, more about the podcast, go to ShepNaz.org And also follow us on social media. Go to the platform that you listen to on and give us a five-star rating so that that will help us spread the word to others. For Pastor Shelley, Pastor Zach, Pastor Joey that's not here. I'm Joe. Thank you for listening today. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.